We've got an uptown girl in the Logan Coach Studios right now. Very uptown. <laughs> uh, I Why don't you inter- introduce our guest, Jr. Our next guest is um, someone I've known my whole life <laughs> that I can remember. Uh, a stock contractor, a mom, um, a six-time PRCA Secretary of the Year, uh, a high, a eight. high, high it's actually eight. eight. Oh God, who keeps track? A high school basketball player, college basketball, and um, pretty good with a slingshot. Wants to be the stock contractor at your rodeo. The one and only from Red Bluff, California, and Abbeville, Kansas, Haley Bridwell. Thanks for having me, brother. <laughs> uh, well, you know, on this uh, show, we like to have different celebrities. And um, I think a lot of people have enjoyed on Rump Chat getting to know a lot of different people and uh, funny shit. <laughs> and me and him, when we're talking about it, we're like, we got to get Haley on because, um, especially in the rodeo business, Haley's been around for some wild, wild things. And even before that, I mean... So, yeah, we want to we get into a little bit of the, uh, uh, you know, the Rumford family stories. Yeah. Some, uh, some of the good stuff. And uh, you obviously there for most of uh, Big Stupid over <laughs> here. So, all the dumb shit he's done. So, uh, yeah. You know this, what? I'm, I'm really just going to sit here and listen Hold to you on two, one so go ahead. Yeah. Before yeah, yeah. you get started... I know I always get caught, you know, being the guy that's done dumb shit. Now, you yourself have done some dumb shit, Haley. Don't act like you don't. Well, yeah. Or haven't. I, you know, I am genetically from the same pool as you. So, <laughs> yeah. dumb shit is in our DNA. And yeah. if we aren't doing dumb shit, I think people look and go, hey, is everything okay? Like, are you, are you having a bad day? Is yeah. Like, no, it's it's. I'm Are just the Rumfords okay? No, no vehicles have been totaled lately. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, so my husband about killed me a couple weeks ago because I did swing a little wide with my giant RV and rip the roof completely, like split the seam open, rip down the side. And in my defense, it was dark, but it was in our driveway. So he felt like probably I should have known the tree was there, but I it was an accident. You smashed the top of your RV? Yeah, I did. And it was an insurance claim. Is it not going to be in Pendleton then? Yeah, it's it's fixed. Oh, it's totally okay, fixed. Because Bruce, okay. Bruce, our guy, our, our my RV guy, like I'm Sundstrom? His, no, <laughs> real close. <laughs> Bruce, get up. <laughs> oh, let me get it all. Get out the duct tape and we'll get her fixed over here and all. A, A, you got to throw A, A. So, yeah. So, dumb stuff is in our DNA. Totally get it. I daily. But, see, years ago, before, before the dumb stuff started, a lot of people don't know, but Haley was a... Very good gymnast. Did you know that? I, I did not. And so I spent most of my childhood sitting in lobbies waiting for Haley to get done gymnasting. Then the one year that Haley talked me into being in gymnastics myself, everybody made fun of old Rump Shaker for being in gymnastics. Okay. so But it gave you the agility that you use in one of your acts now. So I feel I, like it gave it, it gave you something. I don't know. You were in gymnastics. I, you know he, what? Yes. Tell I me was. you've got video of this. Well, I don't know. No tight shorts. <laughs> let's let's be fair. No, it, no no tight clothing. No. No, I wore like t-shirts and uh, and shorts, but I was I was very good. Maybe that is why I can do my my cheerleader act now because the Lord knew that later in life. I was going to need to be able to do the splits <laughs> or something. I, yeah, I feel like you in your backflip. Yeah, I haven't done the backflip since the knee injury. Yeah. 
but it I, I feel like it's not going to be too long. But uh, gymnastics and, of course, basketball. Big, Bas- you know, a lot of people don't realize how big basketball is. Another w- way I spent my childhood was sitting at summer basketball games so Haley over here could play ball all summer. AAU basketball. And that is why Justin is so nice. You also got to go to the Denver Nuggets. Look how much th- I have given you so much in this life. Like you went to the Denver Nuggets. You like were in the dunk thing. You know, you jumped. I won off. the dunk yeah. contest because at the of, halftime show. Because of all the hours studying. <laughs> I mean, g- can I get some cred out here? I mean, geez. I, what about uh, and and also? Didn't you guys used to have an opening? Oh Lord. Oh shit. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I wanna, that was a okay. that was a Bronx so, Rumford thing. So Boyd Paul Hamus, let's walk through this chronologically, okay? I want to start me off. Well, rodeo. back it up a little bit. No. So my dad, um, Rumford Rodeo Company, started in 1945 and went for a long time till a few years ago. And my dad was always coming, and he had some pretty good ideas. Don't you agree, Haley? Oh like, yeah, he had lots of ideas, and mm-hmm. most of the time we looked at him like you're crazy. And this particular one, we started off with, you're crazy. Because the idea was always... Well, yeah, he, we were driving... I was with Dad. We were driving home from a rodeo, and it was like 3 in the morning. And Dad wakes me up, and he was driving for once, which doesn't happen often if you <laughs> follow my Snapchats of Brown Crumford. And he's like, hey, uh, I, got, I got this idea. Um, you and your... Uh, when we get home, we're going to get a couple of those old horses caught and. uh and, and you and your sister... Uh, bucking horses, let me add. Bucking, bucking horses. horses. <laughs> He's like, we're going to get some that just jump and kick, which uh, at that time was every horse we had. <laughs> Hopefully, if they weren't at the Girl Scout camp, we could <laughs> yeah. take them to the rodeos so they could jump and On kick. On a the side road. note, we would. We did do that. We had these bucking horses that were pretty good, but then we broke them to ride, and then we would send these horses to the Girl Scout camp, and they would ride them all summer, and then we'd buck them in the winter. <laughs> we like to call it dual purpose. Yeah, no, it's like well, uh, they still buck though. I not mean, for after the girls, a, a well, winter of uh, of twelve year old girl or a summer of twelve year old girls. Well, yeah, they were gentle. I mean, oh my god, let's let's be fair. Our standards weren't quite as high maybe back then yeah. as they are now. <laughs> we weren't taking Wild and Blue to the Girl Scout camp. Okay, <laughs> all right, no. all right. Yeah, we were taking so, just nice the good jump kicker horses that you could take to Iola, Kansas, or Ottawa, or Fredonia. They were broke to to lead, and they rode like yeah. it was. It's like oh, it's like this. It's like a football player that can play tight end or wide receiver. Does that make him not good at either one? No, he just multi purpose. Yeah. So yeah, DIY. So we uh, we got home and and Dad's telling Haley and I about this awesome opening where. I'm going to ride a bucking horse out, and Haley's going to be sitting at a desk. And then I'm going to pull the flank on the bucking horse and then swing Haley up onto the back of said bucking horse, and we are going to ride around the arena in triumph. And about this time, the Dixie Chicks were were really cool. And so their song, Cowboy Take Me Away, was, like, really popular. And so the idea was that we would choreograph this mess we would make dad said oh god oh it's still like my hair on the back of my neck just stood up so to set it up to the song so right now Haley would be in the arena behind the desk in a dress mind you yeah in a dress and she would have a fake computer and a phone 
and the announcer would be like, how many people are looking at themselves right now at a desk in the office with all the hustle and bustle of everyday life with the emails, the phone calls? How many people see yourself now and just want to get away? And then Haley would like jump up and start panning. She would rip her hair out. Like rip my hair down, you know, the flowing, flowing yeah. locks. No, you ripped it down like in a Motley Crue video. <laughs> That's, well, that was more my style. It was never, you know, very Okay. So at this part, at this part. We're, I'm dancing. Like we had this choreographed little yeah. dance. But no, at the oh, first no. chorus, they we would send in a dipstick. His name was Todd. Todd. <laughs> Todd from Kansas City. Todd. I do remember. <laughs> God rest his soul. Bless him. <laughs> Is he dead? Probably. Oh, I'm sure he has to be. Yeah, there's no way he could possibly be alive. So Drugs would, and age will They would down. send in Todd, and he was dressed up like a gunsel. And then the announcer, like... That was he, his normal gear. <laughs> yeah, he just dressed normal. So he would go try to dance with Haley, all right? Yeah. And Haley would kick him in the butt, and the announcer would say, You know... Some some girls know the difference between a real cowboy and just a drugstore wannabe. A drugstore wannabe. Wow. Yeah. There you go. So then she would go back to dancing. Right? Yes. And my dancing girl days were not that great. I mean, I'm not. It, and then, and then when, okay, get ready for it. And this is where they kick you out? Through a hoop covered... A horseshoe. A horseshoe covered in paper with fireworks. Boom. Fire. Bucking horse. Bucking horse. Here they come. Yeah. And he would ride. He would buck towards me and then to come past me and swing me up on back of this said bucking horse. That was hopefully done bucking at this point. Nighthawk was the horse's name. We would ride. <laughs> it wasn't blueberry. No, this no. was this was pre blueberry. Pre -blueberry yeah. <laughs> so so we would ride double then out of the arena. The problem was we had too many fireworks one time. No, Uncle Tommy was in charge of loading the bombs. Oh no, Uncle Tommy. Yeah. So there was a tripwire. Yeah. Okay, so to set this up, there was a, a horseshoe covered in paper. And on the front of the paper, it said, welcome to whatever rodeo. whatever rodeo. Welcome to Benjamin Ranch. And so there's this wire that goes in front. And then the Bucknorse and I, we're in this, like, alley. So then when you hit the paper, it pulled the wire that set off the bomb. Like the smoke and the... Yeah. And the horse, <laughs> Nighthawk, uh, <laughs> when he would hear the song, after a couple times having to go through the bomb... You start playing Dixie Chick, and this dude would just lose his shit. Pavlov's, Pavlov, <laughs> we proved Pavlov's theory true with that stupid horse because the, he hated the act worse than we did. Oh, I don't know. I think me and I had equally hated it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I come back there uh, the one time when we both, me and the horse, caught on fire <laughs> at Benjamin Ranch. I said, Tommy, you have got to cut back the bomb, JR. <laughs> We're here to put on a show. If you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. I'm like, I literally can't stand the heat. Cut the damn bomb back. <laughs> Uncle Tommy's Uncle always been Tommy. big and go home or, I mean, go big and go home or however but, that goes. We, uh, the, but the, it was a cool opening. We, well, it, and it I was. Think, I think we ought to get uh, with Boyd and I think we ought to do this. Both of you two still, 
and do this at the um, NFR with you too. Not not any young kids. I want you know the no. uh, the original cast of Cowboy Take Me <laughs> we Away. We did it at Pocatello at the Ram Finals one year. Yeah, and the only problem with that was when the horse stepped on my dress and cow kicked me in. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we didn't make it up on the first swing, so we had to circle back around. And in fact, Wayne Brooks was the announcer, and to this day, he's still like, "Hey, remember that time when?" Is that your best, Wayne Brooks? Do your best, Wayne Brooks. Everybody say yeah. <laughs> hey, safety first. Um, no, but we did. I that. love Wayne too, by the way. I do too. We we, we love that. all the announcers, but we make fun of everybody. We did that act quite a bit. The best one though is we uh, dad, and he never really told us a lot when we were going to do this but when we first started doing the act at home Haley wasn't even the one i had to swing up on the back one of my good friends from kansas dusty spore who's built like i am this poor bastard <laughs> when we first started doing it, got kicked ran over stomped just the shit beat out of him and then when he'd say no bronco would be like we need to talk about mental toughness you know. <laughs> and Bronco's a master at mental toughness speeches, so, and so poor Spore, he'd be like half knocked out, bleeding. Like, where am I? Yeah, Dad. Dad's like, you're, you, you know, you got to be a cowboy. You know, so, it's just part of it. So, Dad, he he says we're gonna do this for the Miss Rodeo America Horsemanship opening at the Excalibur, okay? And so this is when I was twenty one. So you were jazzed to go to Vegas be performing no i wasn't really jazzed about the opening for miss rodeo america and miss rodeo america horsemanship starts at 8 a.m and mind you we didn't know about all this until like the morning of at like you know 5 30 and dad's like oh yeah by the way we're gonna do that act and we were like what i went uh yeah this is at five i went to bed at 4 59 you know first year in vegas i'm like let's get drunk you know <laughs> like <laughs> Wait, you still are that way. <laughs> I know, but Oops. but now it's just in the hotel room. Let's get drunk and watch Netflix. <laughs> the so dirt, I, the dirt for the forty nine thousandth time. Yeah. yeah, and that was us last night, ten o'clock, eating pizza we ordered. Yeah, <laughs> drinking no. vodka tonics, watching Netflix. <laughs> okay, we're older now, but when I was twenty one. Um, that's when the beach, remember the beach? Oh, right across oh, from yeah. the uh, convention center. Yeah, because we Absolutely. Used to, when we were underage, you could sneak in the side door. Yeah. I mean, the first time in Vegas when we yeah. were not underage. Yeah. We T went in the front door, but before we TJ Corco. And, and the Gold Coast back then was uh, was all the rage. The oh, Gold yeah. Coast. And the big, the big boots. Yes. Yeah. Did you say boobs? No, the big, well, they had those too, but the big boots with the, the pina colada drinks and the, the Vold girls, they introduced me to those. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the night before this, I was with they would. TJ Corco takes me oh to boy. the beach. TJ. Which, um, TJ's here, isn't he? Yeah, he's here. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best. Another place I went on a side note was Ricky and the Red Streaks. That's when that oh. was happening. And, at, um, at the Stardust, right? Yeah. So, when I got to the, uh, we had to do a, a the, so, so it started at 8. So at 6.45, they want to watch the act to see how long it's going to take. And Dad's like, mm. yeah, yeah they'll, they'll do it. And I am, I'm not really hungover, but I'm, I'm, I'm not in good shape. So we got to do it without the paper. And that horse has never bucked harder in his whole life. And he knew that I'd been drinking. <laughs> okay. So. About the third jump, that dude jumped in the air at that rehearsal and threw me 30 foot, and I landed directly on my face. It was ugly. 
Yeah. The, the landing, not the face. No. They, so they were like, oh my gosh, is this going to work? And Bronco's like, oh yeah, yeah. They're, no, no, they're, they're fine. Be fine. They they're, do this all the good. time. They're good. So we did it. Did he give you, did he give you guys like a, uh, um, like money? A, like nope. a pump up speech? <laughs> like win one for the Gipper funny. type speech? Like, oh yeah. All right now, kids. You're representing the Rumford family. No. And I really want to have a good show today. Well, in his in dad's defense, he that was pretty much our life day like multiple times throughout the day was the hey, you guys, come on, a couple three things. You know. So yeah. he was really good at motivating us daily. He is always motivating Haley not to tear shit up. But that's what sucks. Like I always got in trouble for tearing stuff up. Haley, when Uncle Tommy had like a brand new Ford pickup years ago, she turned too short with a load of hay and the whole load of hay fell into the back of the trailer and smashed it. Ooh. And guess who got in trouble? You. I got in trouble for not loading the hay correct. Well, and <laughs> these guys, these guys, these guys were masters at not knowing how to get out of it. Like they, like the wreck happens, and I was like, mm, and I'd run away and like go hide. And then these guys would just still be standing there, like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna say? Don't say anything. Run away, hide. They'll never know whose fault it was. We didn't have cell phones back then with Snapchat and all the stuff to record the evidence. Yeah. So it, I'd be like, oh my gosh. Who wrecked the hay? It's hard to uh, record on a bag phone in a '93 Dodge. Yeah, but not just that. <laughs> also, we had uh, we had these steers that weighed like twelve, fifteen hundred pounds. Huge. They were old, yeah leftovers. Old bulldog and steers that I don't even know how we ended up with. You had like eight. So Jeff and Big Cody and Haley and I, we decided we're gonna have some bull riding. <laughs> and so oh, and Dad had specifically said. Don't have bull ridings He's when like, I'm gone. Don't don't mess with those. And so we we got him to the house, and I got on one, and it didn't buck. And Cody got on one, and it bucked pretty good. Threw him in the fence. He hung a spur. And then the one that Haley got on, this dude jumped out. And it turned, was like bodacious. This dude looked like Bruiser. I mean, <laughs> jumped back and whipped Haley down, whopped her in the face, kicked her out the back, and then stepped on her. Okay. It was it was. It it was crippled her up pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It took a little mental toughness speech to get up from that one because we didn't have hundred X helmets back no. then. We didn't even have really. I don't think I had a bull rope. We were just riding with like no one ropes used protection and, back then. Nope. In rodeo events. <laughs> but then the next day, Haley can't walk. She's like limping around. Dad's like, Justin, why did you put your sister on that steer? I'm like, I, what? Well, she said that you pulled a rope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell her. Should have rode bulls a little better. That's a... should have reached for the front. Uh, I got in trouble for that. Can you believe that? Yeah, yep, I can. Yeah. I can. It's it's because she's daddy's little girl. Oh, well, but it wasn't just me because our littlest brother. One time, um, there was a freshly baked cake in the kitchen. Remember this? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and uh, he's gonna hate this. Yeah, mom came home and was like, "Hey, what happened to my cake?" And we're like, "What cake? What, the cake? You guys ate the cake." I'm like, "I didn't eat the cake." Justin ate Ty had eaten a whole cake and the whole cake was gone. Oh my god. And he got in trouble. Justin <laughs> Yeah. Whole cake gone. Justin's fault. I didn't that that's what sucked. Growing up in Abbeville, I always to you this were day, in the middle. You were in the middle. That's why the no, middle kid always Nobody gets cares about the middle kid. Everyone's like, Oh, there's Ty, oh there's Haley. What's I, Justin? No, doing? I think it's because everybody was preconditioned of you doing stupid shit. And so when even when it wasn't your fault, it was okay. you're guilty. I'm going to tell you the biggest time I got in trouble for something that wasn't my fault. So when Haley was on this softball team, she, <laughs> dad and everybody's gone. And uh, 
Haley's like, hey, um, I'm going to have a party tonight at the house, at the ranch. I'm like, cool. You know, I like parties. I like to party. You know, I was in high school. I'm like, oh, this would be cool. Cause you, well, you're because you're like, because you guys went to separate high schools, correct? We all did. Ty went to Nickerson. Haley went to Pretty Prairie, and I went to Fairfield. So, <laughs> so. so you were excited because you were in high school knowing that there's going to be chicks there. Well, no, I just was going to be cool to have a party. I mean, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Haley's like, oh, I got a friend that's going to bring some beer. And I'm thinking, you know, 15, 20 people, you know, kind of like a house party. Oh, no. Um, so I'm sitting outside, and Dad said before he left, he said, you two, please, no parties. And I'm like, okay, but no one's really going to know about this. Then all of a sudden, here comes this guy with a pickup and trailer, and he starts unloading DJ shit. We hired a DJ. My seventh grade teacher was Mr. Rickert. Mr. Rickert, who didn't live far from us. Um, we I hired him to come and be the DJ. So he oh, said, oh, dear, does he know it's an underage party? Well, well I, I mentioned that it was a, a party, but I, you know, I don't know that I mentioned the alcohol. Was he still working for the school system? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at, <laughs> You've got to be kidding but at, me. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I guarantee he didn't on Monday morning. So, no, no, he no, still no. does. Our, well, our superintendent, though, at the time, remember, uh, he was a superintendent at Fairfield. Yeah, Becky. Luke oh, and Becky's dad. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be kidding me. It, it was a free-for-all because that guy, he cannonballed in the in the pond at the senior party. So, I mean, yeah. it was it was, like, it was it, a simpler time. Yeah. In those days, like you could get by, because again, no evidence. But so, anyway. so this dude starts setting, and I don't mean like he puts up two speakers for like a bar mitzvah. No, <laughs> this dude sets up sound and lighting, <laughs> like yes. Aaron Watson. And I'm like, so Haley, <laughs> and she's like, oh, it's gonna be cool. So uh, I'm running to town to something, and I see a sign that says party with an arrow. We put up signs like at the wedding, you know, wedding this way. Yeah, and yeah. We had signs. We cleared the arena. Like we, you know, got the arena all set up for parking. We had like hay out. We had tanks to fill up with the beer and the, you know, beverages. and Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you remember in a... In that movie with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Field of Dreams. Field of yeah. Dreams. Exactly what you're talking out in the about. middle of nowhere, yep. you just see these yep. lights coming. It happened at once. All of a sudden, there's like if 500... They woke up. There's like 500 people at my dad's house, oh, and it goes Lord. from man, I want to party to, uh, shit. I was in charge of parking. <laughs> so. it, it turned into way a bigger party than even what I was. Oh, really? Putting up signs, not thinking well, there'd be a little bit of people to come. Well, no, hmm. where I where I really discounted in my theory. And this is before <laughs> Facebook and social media, where you could share a party. This is where you just had. I don't even know. A, how you got the advertisement out? Well, because so the, the the softball team that I was playing for at the time was like a travel team. And so we had girls from all over Kansas there. So all these girls had all these different friends in these different places. And then they all congregated at once at the and Rumford Ranch. <laughs> this is how I knew the party was out of control. And I, I'm not saying this rudely, but one of Haley's lesbian friends stole my motorcycle. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's softball for starters. Let's be fair. <laughs> and, and didn't bring it back for a long time. The next, I knew it was a party. I mean, I knew it, but the and next nothing morning, bad happened. Well, the next morning when there was a pair of pants going around oh, on yeah. the windmill, at the, <laughs> we were like, whose pants are in the windmill? <laughs> and I'll tell you, like seriously though, nothing, nothing bad happened. It was, you know, I was scared to death. But here, you remember uh, if you've seen the Woodstock documentary when. It was like that where it was peaceful and everybody got along, but when everybody left... It was just trash everywhere. Trash everywhere. Everywhere. And we tried so hard, but 
And dad, the coolest thing about our dad, the one of these most cool things, dad never said a word. Dad was like, hmm, okay. But to this day, he still finds beer cans and he'll go, remember that party you kids had? No, no, not you kids. Damn it, Justin, found beer can. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I wasn't my part. I didn't know anybody. Oh, you did. I didn't know 500 people to come to Abbeville, Kansas for a party. So there was 500 people there. There oh, was probably yeah. at least 500 at least. people. Wow. It was there was parked. So we filled up the arena with cars, and then there were cars parked both ways down the dirt road. There were there was people I didn't even know, and it, I, it was my idea. Well, what, I mean, not alone, but it was you know. the uh, Haley Rumford Freedom yeah, well, Festival. It was, a, it was a typical high school party. Yeah. Where With, somebody hears about it and like, hey, we're going to the Rumfords. Who's that? I don't know, but there's beer. All right, let's go. There was. There was. So much beer. Even in the horse tank that wasn't a beer cooler, like the actual horse tank where horses drink. Beers. There was just beers floating around. <laughs> I'm out there the next day. I'm like the Indian with the tear in his eye trying to clean up the mess. You know? Well, because I, I had to go work for my Uncle Jack, and I tried to have straight rows with the swather yeah Haley's like hey you got this cleanup deal right i'm like huh (laughs) (laughs) i look like paulie shore swathing in the end it was just like bob marley out in the field (laughs) Haley's writing her name and alfalfa so yeah he cleaned it up it was epic i didn't i'm still cleaning up but i also got blamed for that dad when he did get after me one time he's like you know i want to talk to you about responsibility i'm like a lesbian stole my motorcycle dad why don't we talk about that brunk (laughs) <laughs> so would it have been different if she wasn't a lesbian no that's in her voice <laughs> um the next day no. though get up and go to church there in abbeville melinda cannon's like drove by your house heard about the party i'm like uh ooh. don't tell anybody i'm like oh it's just a few friends she's like it looked like a lot of people well melinda um, it was. You should have stopped in, Malin. That's all I can tell you. We were open to everyone. Shots, obviously. shots, 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 shots. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, our seventh grade geometry teacher, teacher was, uh, you know. He was, was cool. spinning the tunes. Does he still live in Abbeville? You know, I don't know. I, I don't. I, we should look that up. His name is. I feel like he probably. Bentley. I'm going to probably guess he's not listening around <laughs> you've already chat. You've already said his name. I just. Bentley, Bentley Rickert. And he it was cool. He, he wasn't supplying alcohol. He was just DJing. Yeah. And, and he didn't, you know, he didn't know. But we didn't have police out there. So it wasn't like we were going to get in trouble. Yeah, this ties back into, uh, what was it, episode three, where we talked about growing up in the Midwest and uh, all the cool shit you got to do, all the dumb shit you did. You couldn't pull that it's off amazing anymore. amazing we all lived. Oh, yeah. You couldn't pull off a 500-head party. You didn't put your uh, beer cans in, in a trash bag that was already in the kitchen and then uh, throw them in your neighbor's ditch? No. To which he would call your mom and say, Susan, I really don't appreciate you guys throwing your trash into my ditch. To which my mom says, well, we don't throw our trash in your ditch. To which they figure out that my sister Lisa, when she had a, that's how they, she got busted. She cleaned up. Well, there was mail in the trash. Oops. Ooh. Throws it in the neighbor's ditch Ooh. with half of beer cans, Ooh. and that's how she got busted. Well, you know where he used to put his beer cans when, when he was underage drinking for that hot second before he turned old enough to drink. Um, yeah. 
Just for those six years just, before. Yeah, it was it was a it was a short time. Yeah, it was it's okay. Yeah, well, anyway, right. they didn't make white claw back then. We forgive. Uh, but so him and Sam, Justin and Sam had to share a room, and Justin and Sam instead oh, of throwing them. Oh, hold on. Let me tell you. In the, no, I started. Oh. Instead of throwing the beer cans away, <laughs> they would throw them in their closet that had like the sliding glass, you know, in front. And so dad one day gets mad and he like stomps upstairs and I don't even remember what we all did, but Cody and I are in the kitchen in trouble and Justin and Sam are upstairs and 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 dad's like, You guys I you know, I talked to you about drinking and blah blah you know, going off on drinking and they're like, No, we don't drink and dad like slides the the closet door open and it's like an avalanche of beer cans. Well, <laughs> That's, like, That's the dumbest and thing there was, I've ever heard. There was six, why? Why would you not? Cody and I were like, there yep, was six thirty packs in there, and then first off, did it smell like an old bar? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, duh. Still. Well, well, because how we got that was so there was six thirty packs in there, and Dad made us, me and Sam, open each one and dump them down the sink. Remember that? Oh yeah. And he's like, "Where'd you guys get all this beer?" Well, uh, Sam Gress the used to fight bulls uh-huh. his mom owned a catering company uh-huh. and when she needed uh-huh. some extra muscle at the catering events in high school she'd have me and sam come help cater and so what we would do is carry in stuff and and uh help carry cater. in stuff and carry <laughs> out beer well their crazy cousin um and uh what was his uncle Les? uncle Les, yeah uncle Les was a crazy dude okay and not so, just your average crazy dude like maybe a hair yeah Uncle Les is like, yo, hey, man, we need some more beer. Uh, yo, you and Sam, take that take that van and go back to the restaurant. We got to get a lot more beer. I'm like, there's beer there? He's like, yeah. So we'd have to go haul 10, 12 cases. And so we'd... So they'd for haul our, 14. So for our pay, because, you know, we just did it out of the goodness of our hearts. So we would take a case of beer here and there, you know, just as, as, as pay for catering. And so when Dad found our stash, he... He made us open each beer independently and dump it down the sink. It was just it was a tragedy. Gold buckle beer. Make your next one a gold buckle. Bam. We're gonna take a break. Oh yeah. We'll be back. Sister Sledge. Did your uh Seventh grade teacher play this at the party. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Well, maybe got that. <laughs> He's coming here, Washington State Fair, Sierra, Sir Mexico. Look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. But, but you know. You know, uh, who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? Uh, I mean, yeah. her butt. Haley definitely so jammed this in her Mazda back in the days. It's so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. gross. Look. Sing She's it. just so Everybody now. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. Oh, yeah. When a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Wanna pull up the tongue because you notice that butt was stuck. All right, kids, don't forget your geometry projects are due on Monday. <laughs> hey! I want to get with you and take your picture. My whole boy's trying to 
Here we go. That butt you got to make, make me so horny. <laughs> that, uh, was a, that was a... Haley had a Mazda RX-7. Do you want to know what a Mazda RX-7? It looks like a pregnant roller skate. Okay, <laughs> and it had a five speed in it, and Haley drove uh, it everywhere like 138 miles yes. an hour. It was so fast, and it could oh, it was awesome. Because our friend had a, a Camaro and a Corvette, and you could drag race them on the county roads. And I had a 77 Ford Thunderbird. That was cool. We put the no, horns. not like you a were, not like a cool one. Okay, it was pea green. It had hey, horns again, on the front. Again, it was wheels. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? It smelled like fish and broken dreams. I guarantee it smelled worse than that. <laughs> I've been rooming with you for two weeks. That was just a Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry for the musty smell when you walked in here. I tried to cover it up, but JR's bag's been open. Yeah, I, I need to find a laundry detergent sometime. <laughs> All right, so uh, at, uh, at our coffee break, we were discussing... Um, Haley, I want to get into this... Um, so Big Bear came up with a test or some oh, sort. Stupid. Well, so here's God, the thing: you talk no. about you know doing stupid things, and it's in our DNA, which is totally true. But then we did take it to the next level because when we were in high school, all of us kids roaming around and doing you know stuff that we did, and Justin comes up with this: "Hey, let's have a stupid contest." So every time you yell "stupid," it's the first person to do the most stupid thing so we're walking out of taco and we did it like in most random places yeah it was so god the- looking back i'm embarrassed oh but god. you're embarrassed of this so we're out walking out of taco bell one night because taco bell you know everybody knows that's where you can eat the most for the less money or the cheapest money that's why you wanted to go there last night love taco bell <laughs> hey yo taco bell so we're walking out of taco bell you know we all had just eaten and justin was kind of in the lead and here comes in this old man in this old old car and Justin Holler's stupid contest, and he just steps off the curb and rolls across this dude's hood like the guys hit him, and just falls out the other side and is laying there. And the old guy like about has a heart attack, and yeah. we're all like, "You just killed the old man!" What the hell. And then he jumps up and he's like, "Stupid contest, I win!" And so that was our childhood. That I, was the only time that the stupid contest really bit me in the butt was when we were in. Iola, Kansas, and, and there's been some pretty good stuff going on in the stupid contest. So I, I went to Walmart and I bought these string bikini underwear. Cow print string <laughs> bikini underwear. And I was like, boy, no when we go to feed tonight at the rodeo, we were staying at the cell barn. I'm like, I'm going to out stupid contest everybody. So everybody comes down the alley where I'm feeding. So I stripped down to boots, cowboy hat, and cow print bikini underwear and all we can see is we're it's like kind of dark and the lights were not that great because it's an old old silver and we can just see like the silhouette of <laughs> jr rump but all you see is also hat and boots and like, and there's just cactuses and stickers all in this alley so they're like you know how they grow up on the side yeah, they're yeah. like what are you doing i'm like stupid contest so i get this this square bell and i i go to do the old square bell spin to throw it over the fence the strings break when I've got all my velocity on the other about, end. About round three, he gets around like one, and then he's going to chuck it over the fence, and the strings break. And the God, first thing, no. oh, yeah, the first thing, remember the first thing that went in the sticker patch? Yeah, those bikini underwear. Ash cheeks. Was your little sticker? Oh, man, that was the least. You know how bad it hurts to pull thorns out of your butt? Uh, that no, was a, I don't. That was a stupid Stupid contest. Stupid contest. Yeah, then we I'm did it again. I'm pretty sure that you don't <laughs> you don't have to have a contest. You're just going to win. 
Well, just we, you're a walking winner. Oh, well, when it comes to that. Well, then when we were in Vegas, uh, we were we went to a really nice restaurant, and, and so we were walking out with with our folks, and we're I'm walking on top of this concrete thing by these huge bushes, right and, in between valleys and over in that. And dad, dad's like, hey, don't don't do anything stupid. And Haley goes, stupid contest. And I just jumped off this wall into those bushes, which I didn't gauge it right because those bushes were like twenty foot high. Like there was just a wall on the other side, and I just start hitting branches, and then whop hit the bottom. And they're like Haley is dying laughing, and it was Dad's like, damn it! I'm like, he was like, you guys have to do this everywhere. No, just. You know, Bronk must be the proud, most proud parent. I think ever. so. I, I mean, I would be. We've got to get. God, wouldn't it be great? No, get, get the whole Rumford family, including Uncle Tommy. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. Let's get. No, Uncle we got to get Uncle on. Tommy on here. <laughs> Real quick, what's your favorite Uncle Tommy story? Yeah. And yet we've to, been talking about oh, Uncle Tommy is your stereotypical crazy old uncle. That's Talks true. like this right here. Listen here, Jay. I told Haley she'd come around there. She better bring me at least a Dr. Pepper. Well, he, he puts an S on the end of everything. Where, oh, yeah. Where's, where's y'all's at? Where, where is there an S on the end of, I mean, good good's mornings. I sees hers walk up. I tells her. I tells Tamara. I mean, there's so many I's good. I tells Tamara that she's, you know, don't be hanging around with them boys. I walks well, in there. Hey, JR's. On the way back from Oklahoma, stop in at the Indian Smokehouse, get me a carton of Wave Light 100s. I, I tells Marks. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that story. We can't tell that story. Yeah, that's not true. My, that was the plot of a different uh, movie. Yeah. <coughs> my, I'm I, sorry. Excuse me. You guys cannot start that and not finish it. No, no, we no, actually we, can't. Yeah, we yeah, actually that's... can't tell that one. Uh, <laughs> that might be for Rump Chat 38. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We need a little more established audience we'll, we'll to let, understand that. We'll let Ty tell that story. <laughs> that's a, uh, you have to like show your ID to listen to that yeah. story. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, no, yeah, my favorite uncle, I mean, Uncle Tommy is such a diverse guy in my <laughs> memories of childhood that he, I mean, like he had this awesome dog that we all love oh, yeah, HP, HP and, yeah, and, and the truck driving, you know, he, he really did kind of teach us all how to drive a truck, whether we want to admit it or not. And he had uh, that crazy lady in Mount city chasing with a hatchet. He did. Yeah. Um, they're just so, <laughs> that's a true story. Well, how she could catch him now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he, when he told, he, he got married again, or I don't know, two or three wives into it. And he says, yeah, I was lost some weights, but Connie found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! We're like, God. you can't say that about your new wife. Why is not? Oh, okay, good, good relationship. I got but- that semi painted. It needed a number, so I put a number on it. Sixty nine. <laughs> Real creative. Okay. Like a lot of young girls, are like, oh my God, look at that Kenworth. Look at that truck driver. Oh, sixty nine. <laughs> They're, they're, yeah, anyway. Does that make you So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, remember Uncle Tommy's weird hand deal where he'd ask you a question you had to tap? Oh, yeah. I guarantee he's had more spit in his food than ham bone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would I? Why would I have spit in my food? Well, he thought he was such a ladies' man. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He was a hell of a dancer. He did. Uh, yeah, he did teach me to swing and uh, swing dance. Um, Now it's kind of a, the longer way around if you danced with him Did today, he take but... you away? No. <laughs> was he a cowboy? No. That took you away. He he did actually rope really well though. Yeah, he so, roped. He picked up. He did. He picked yeah. up. Yeah. 
team roped a little years bit. Years ago. He, he's a rumpert. He's done everything but, like, one thing in the rodeo business, probably. Well, and did I, he clown? Did he bullfight? No, he never clowned or no, bullfight. No, no. No. I don't know. He he did a little bit of everything. Oh, anyway. He, What's he, up? Um, I'm so, thankful for um, I'm thankful for that lifestyle though that we got to live yeah. because now it's made yeah, what, us. What's the, what was the best thing you would say growing up uh, a Rumford? Well, it's just fun. Like every it was so fun. Gro- Abbeville, Kansas, believe it or not, was a fun place to grow up. There wasn't no crime. We could kind of do whatever we wanted. It was, and our dad and I know a lot of our stories we tell are like kind of rank, but like Bronco. He was a good dad that tried to keep us all in line. And, and you know, even as shitty as some of these stories sound, we weren't like outlaws. We were just, oh. just we were wild just, kids. And you we know? were ornery. Yeah. Bronco's one of my favorite human beings, like, of all humans. And for him to take I in, can hang out. I could hang out with Bronco all the time. Is he going to come to Abilene? Uh, I don't know. But Probably since he's not coming to Pendleton. Poor, yeah, poor Bronco and Kate. Boy, they had just, they had all of us. So Sam and I had a room and... Uh, up top, and then we had Cody, you know, uh, Cody McGee, 100 X Helmets. Cody, we had Brom was there all the time. Um, Micah Phillips was there for Micah Phillips, Micah Ealing. Uh, oh, didn't Ferg live with y'all? Ferg, yeah, Ferg, when he first came, when but that was kind of after. That was, oh, was that was gone. after you were gone. Okay, yeah, and uh, you know, we um, uh, Rumford Rodeo, it, it was great. And the one thing that I would really stress, um, because I had a guy tell me the other day, he's like, well, it's too bad the Rumfords aren't in the rodeo business anymore. I'm like, really? We're not in the rodeo business? Well, you sold your, sold your rodeo company. I'm like, we're in the rodeo business now more than we ever have. You know, mm-hmm. with me being a full-time rodeo clown, Haley and Tim have Bridwell Rodeos, which have some of the biggest rodeos in the nation. Um, Kate, secretaries, rodeos everywhere, times. Bronco is a rodeo coach at Fort Hayes and helps produce rodeos with Butler. Ties in New York. Rodeo and uh, going to make the IFR, First Frontier Finals. Um, he's rodeoing full-time. So, really, I mean, everybody in her family, we're actually rodeoing harder now. Even Jeff picks picks up. Cody is full-time in the in the helmet business. I mean, like, so all of our, our, our old crew, we're all rodeoing full-time. It's just not the same. Like, we're not, you know, putting on well, the rodeos that we did. And the best part about Rumford, growing up Rumford Rodeo was that we got to rodeo and make the mistakes and learn from our mistakes, and we got to try a whole lot of different things. And yeah, you know, it wasn't it was at a time when you could do that. You know, when you could buck the horses and then take them to Girl Scouts, and you could learn. You know, like we did so many crazy things that people now would be like. In fact, I got Aaron um, Ingot when he was with the PRCA. He told me one time when I first started rodeoing like big rodeos outside of Rumford Rodeo, and he comes up and he put his arm around me one day and he goes. So, Dorothy, you're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. And ain't heard that one before. Well, but it was it was true huh. because what we did at, at our rodeos in that day and age, and, and the size and the thing, like it, it taught us so much, and it, it gave us what what we're able to kind of build rodeos, on today. Those rodeos were fun, and <laughs> they re, but they were all like family rodeos. They they were you know like the Iola and, and Mound City still going, but like when you used to get there, it was like a family reunion every week and and like so we had you know the way that we did stuff dad took us out to eat every day and you know the whole crew would go eat together and at furs cafeteria oh furs because <laughs> well furs and lubies that's our da- golden corrals 
Yeah, Bronco yep, Rumford yep. ain't going to drive past a Golden Corral. Sizzler, maybe? Oh, maybe yeah. a Sizzler? I told Dad, I'm like, do you know that Golden Corral has the worst record as far as health goes on food? Well, they they, they got good food in there, Justin. I mean, they <laughs> got a lot of different options. You kids get in here and eat as much as you want. That's the only Let's go to egg. Golden Corral where you can get on the same plate a piece of pizza, some pasta, a taco, pudding, fruit. And a slab of prime rib. And if you come Ooh. at noon and on Sundays, you can get shrimp. Scrimp. Scrimps. Uh, yeah, Dad used to always take us to do that that place on 4th Street and Hutch. Hickory Gables. Hickory Gables. <laughs> and then when we were little, he'd make Haley and I stand on top of the table and sing a song. Tell everybody thanks. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> no. Thank you very much. <laughs> Justin, nice. have you ever told your audience about the time you sang the, the national anthem? No. That you are a national anthem? What? Yeah. Uh, so, no, I oh, did. Yeah. I... I did not know this, that you sang, like legit sang, or was this a... No, I sang. Well, here's what happened. I got put on the spot. He did. He got just like... I love our country. Typical typical <laughs> Rumford Rodeo stuff. You know, one minute till, oh my gosh, don't have a singer. So Justin gets the mic. And in those days, it was the old, you know, Joanne Simmons had the big bell speakers. The old, yeah, the old organ. Yeah. and uh, She couldn't play the anthem? I mean, well, they wanted a singer. Yeah, uh, you gotta have a singer. Yeah, it's way more... You know, so and we're all about production. So, <laughs> I wish I would have sang it like the dude on Coming to America. This is your queen. So Justin gets up there and he's like, <clears throat> "Ooh, I can't sing at all." He starts, "Ooh, say." I started too deep. Can you? And then he just puts the microphone next to that big speaker and he's like. <laughs> And he just does it, and everybody's like, oh, gosh, my ears. And then he goes, ladies and gentlemen, we're having technical difficulties. Let's go on to the bareback riding. <laughs> no. I totally blanked on the words. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. You know, the, no. The national anthem you is harder. stupid bastard. The national anthem is harder to sing than you think because, like, you think you know the words. And everybody knows the words when someone else is singing. But when you're standing in front of 600 people at a Rumford Rodeo. In front of the organ. With, people. with a microphone. <laughs> And all four barebacks are loaded. It's no, this was back in the late 90s when you had 14 barebacks. Yeah, but we only could get four, four loaded because Uncle Tommy was in charge. <laughs> Uncle Tommy's back there sawing up, just firing a dart, putting the hot shot on people's belt buckles. He's don't hurry, I'm going to hot shot you. <laughs> oh, God. It was, it, so, so that was his debut. It was, it was, good, to, uh, it was good growing up, Rumford. Yeah, it was. I, it was always an adventure. Because I don't know, and I guarantee anybody listening does not know another person with as many stories as the yeah. Rumfords have. Yeah, and I know if Ty's listening right now, he is just we'll get Ty on cussing sometime. underneath his. We'll get Ty. Ty will have his his uh, his day of uh, vengeance on you two. Yeah, he'll have his day. We'll get him on sometime eventually. We, we are definitely going to have Bronk Rumford's going to come on. Oh yeah, well, and, actually, we just need to do. Uh, are y'all getting together for Christmas? I, well, I, I, we're, we're, <laughs> we only can do like every how. Well, because we're we're working on Christmas we, right now. We like to support our sponsors at Christmas, so we pay Pendleton whiskey, Coors Light, original Coors. <laughs> um, so we we at Christmas we get together and and there it's always an adventure. Someone always gets hurt within an adventure. At Christmas, yeah, um, but um, now that Tim and Ashley are in the family, yeah, they've it's, they've 
We've gotten better. We have. <laughs> no one's been in a fight at Christmas. Like, and I, you know, when they talk about families, oh man, we got in a fight at Christmas. Our fights are like someone's leaving with a bloody nose. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But kind of like. Well, we're all super competitive. So well, we start with leg wrestling or arm wrestling and, and then it. We were at Christmas one year and our weird cousin, who's not very athletic, Haley decides she's going to teach her how to play softball. So she's having our weird cousin toss her the ball. So Haley decides she's going to freaking rear back like Alex Rodriguez, hits that ball as hard as she can and smokes our cousin in the face. And her head swells up three times the size of her body. Not Haley's, Kelly's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then our other cousin, who's um, he's a little different. He's got a, he's bigger than me, but he's he's just not. You know, he's, he's mentally he, challenged. He's, yeah. He's a uh, JB. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. So our one cousin, he's got a pound puppy that he, it's like his, it's stuffed animal, but it's like his safety animal, you know? And so he sets it on this piano bench and at run for Christmases, there'd be like 600 oh, people no. in one room. Oh no! So here comes Ty and Ty sets down on his pound puppy and he doesn't understand the significance of the puppy. And, uh, and then Kyler comes back and he's like, where's my dog? I'm like, oh, Ty's sitting on it. And then this Kyler just, you oh. sat on my dog and just beats the shit out of Ty in front of everybody. And Ty wanted to swing back and <laughs> no one would grab Kyler. I mean, because it was good watching. It was great it, watching. It was, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you were, could look at it. It was yeah. good watching. It was like, oh, what do we do? Like, do we cheer? Do we cry? Do we, oh, I don't know, what, I don't know what's happening. And then the, the one guy that, um, Kevin, like he's he's a super good guy, and you know we're always we're, wears a Hawaiian shirt. No, that's a different guy. That's Glenn, isn't it? Oh, you're right, Glenn. Yeah. So he comes up the one uncle that doesn't understand, you know, our situation or what mm-hmm. we do. I just want you to know I've been praying for you. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> Needed it. I was like, "What's up?" He's like, "Well, I know you're out on the road full time, and I know the the temptation of alcohol, drugs." And prostitution. <laughs> and so I'm going to lighten up the situation. I go, well, Kevin, tell you the truth. I can do without them drugs and alcohol, but you put a prostitute in front of me, I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> and he didn't laugh. He didn't smile. He didn't giggle. And dad's like, Justin, what? It was a joke. I'm not paying, you know, like, yeah. That that was the only downfall is that most of our family, family Christmas didn't always see the humor that. Yeah. Or still to this day, hey, Justin, how's it going? Are you still doing that thing where a bull tries to gore you and run and jump into the bucket? <laughs> uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Last year, we had Rumford Christmas at a truck stop. <laughs> what? At a truck stop. At, at the truck stop. Well, because... The truck just, stop Just restaurant. a meal. Yeah. Uh, so you no, guys we, used to get together for lunch. We rented the back room at the oh, truck stop. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Ooh. Yeah, and our, ooh. our one uh, Super fancy. relative walks in. He's wearing a red robe with a stick. <laughs> That was used to kill a lion in Africa. Oh boy! Yeah. And then he starts talking before the deal, and he's like, "It's so great to be here, especially the old people who probably won't be here next year." <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, so was he joking? Like, no, he, no, like, no. no, he was legit. Yeah, mm. he's like, "We got to hug him while they're here. Pro- they're probably going to die." And my grandma, who's ninety three, is like, "Yeah, that's correct. We should rub <laughs> rub him, hug him." <laughs> <laughs> Let's hug it out. That's a different part of the truck stop, but <laughs> before we kind of wrap up, it's in the other back room. moving on to today, Bridwell Pro Rodeo, taking stock to the NFR, good rodeos. Give us a little plug about the Bridwell Rodeos. Well, 
man, there's so much I could say. I don't know how many how much time we have, but you, it's it's rump check. We can do whatever the hell we Let's want. Let's not oh. lull around for it. I mean, kind of keep it contained, but yeah. tell us a little bit. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully we get about and, you know uh, ten please, or twelve. Please put an S on the end of everywhere. So Lies tells you boys, here's <laughs> no, the thing. I'm just kidding. We's going to this NFRs this year, and we's hoping to have about ten head there, and um. Yeah, no, Tim does an amazing job with, with the livestock. He's got such a God-given gift to see so much talent in the animals, and, and he does an excellent job, and, and we're really excited about um, the the speed at which Bridwell Produce has grown and the opportunities that we've gotten. And a lot of the the success that we've had is because people like um, – Mike and, and uh, Les, Mike Corey and Leslie Lang and, and Big Stone Rodeo and Julio Uncle Mike, yeah. And so many of those guys, you know, come with us to so many places, and, and it's a group effort. And and so we're super thankful for all of those people and to be in this business where you have allies and friends. And, and at the end of the day, we just told somebody yesterday, we're like, you know, uh, come come hang out with us because rodeo, nobody's getting rich in this deal. Let's all be real fair. Nobody's getting rich. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you if you have your friendships and the experiences along the rodeo road, that's what it's all about. And we're, you know, looking forward to the NFR, the people that we don't get to see a lot, you know, a lot of our friends from the Midwest yeah. um, that we don't rodeo with all year round, um, taking our stock because raising the stock and being around the stock every day, they are like family. So we're proud to be able to showcase them there on the biggest stage that rodeo has. But yeah. see our friends and, and get to, to have the stories and the cocktails and, and sit around and, and be us and laugh and giggle. And, and there's not a, there's not a lot of the old crew left because stock contracting companies pop up every day. Right. But the yep. old ones, the the Volds and the and the Butlers and the Rossers and the Rumfords. So like all of us punk ass, no good kids that <laughs> all grew up the together. Kids, yeah. the, the quickest way to get famous in the in the rodeo business is buy a stock contracting card right but it's i'm not going to say his name but like a wise man once told me a lot of these new contractors will be out of the business before the paint on that brand new peterbilt dries Amen. that's no it's true it's it's true well and that's funny you say that because just this morning around breakfast because that's one of the things we you know I, a lot of people i think do it but we we cook for all the crew every morning us girls cook and uh, do a couple meals. Oh, I a guess day. we didn't get it did you get an invite him oh no, i didn't get one that that is a lie that's and you weird. know it we're always in, it's 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 a come one we're come family all. we are family okay. all right turn out tina was there yesterday hunter cure was oh, there that yeah son you of know a that he still bitch. has ringworm he does yeah, we he saw showed him last, last night, night. oh yeah i'm i'm proud that he didn't turn out i'm glad he didn't turn out at your breakfast he didn't he been, he's been to he came to joseph oregon with us he's he's on the trail with with your mm, little proto crew but i just said this morning at breakfast uh, the Corcos are here, and I said we need to get Jim Corco to play. <laughs> Sorry, there's a fire. Did we? Damn it, Uncle Tommy. Did I turn off the oven? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I said Jim Corco needs to, we need to see if he's got his guitar because, you know, Jim is one of those families you talked yeah. about and super just glad. Jim Corco. Yeah, glad for him to be around and, and to listen to his stories and all. Like, that's good stuff. Have you that's ever seen Jim Corco smile? He did yesterday when we asked <laughs> you, what did we. You know, yeah, he ran into a little trouble here in Pialop a few years back. You're new to Pialop. Were you here when... when... I've been here like seven years. So this is Rump Chat, so I feel... You know, Jim got in a little bit of trouble because he um, was the self-proclaimed breast inspector for Tough Enough to Wear Pink. And (laughs) he did. That's the tits. That's the tits. He's probably the original. Like that, Jim Corco might be. Yeah, we got to get him a t-shirt. Yeah. So anyway. Scott Fry, get on that. He, he, you know, he, he, uh, so he 
you know, didn't get to come for there for a year or so. And now he's back and just like, he's such a staple in, in our business. Do you remember when TJ Corco had on that um, t-shirt that said, I'm not, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look. Uh, I don't remember the t-shirt, but totally in line with Yeah, that, that's TJ. <laughs> oh. We could, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. TJ Corco stories. Well, oh, yeah. Been a, yeah. Again. TJ. If, can we get the bleep button ready? We got to get TJ on we'll, sometime. We'll, we'll take this. We're, we're going to take this down, and uh, we'll try and get some stuff recorded. Yeah. But who, who knows if it'll it actually happen. But Yeah. Well, Haley... My ringtone for my my brother. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah. Haley Bradwell, everybody. Another hey, great day on Rebel Thanks Chat. for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. Peace out. Bye. Well, it's Monday morning. He's kissing Mama goodbye. He's up and gone with the sun. Daddy drives an 18-wheeler And he's off on a Midwest run Gold buckle beer. Make your next one a gold buckle. Bam. It's good. Yes.